Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. watching this video. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt and I'm a leadership expert. I connect young professionals with leadership tools and create a collaborative community where we can work to help you be successful every single day at work. And I also offer mentorship through my leadership collaborative community. So if you want to check that out, the description, the link is in the description of this video and I'd love to have you. So let's talk about the concept at hand. Say what? I want to talk to you guys about coaching your direct reports. I want to talk to you about coaching your colleagues. Um, as a leader, we get a lot of questions for advice. People come to us, think that we're the experts, and oftentimes we're very knowledgeable on the subject. Uh, sometimes we're not. Um, and I find that it takes a really strong leader to say less and listen more and help guide folks towards you know, the right outcome or the answer. Um, the, you know, have them develop that rather than just handing them the answer um, or just taking care of it for them. So I really want to talk about this concept. If you haven't checked out the video on one-on-ones, it's in the playlist of this channel under coaching teams or leading teams. And um, in that video, I talk about saying less and listening more. And so I want to add on to this by talking about some questions you can use when you're doing your one-on-ones or coaching with leaders or others that's really going to help you accomplish that. And it's very, um, it's a very easy mindset shift that I can help um, show you that has worked for me. So um, the first thing is when you are helping someone through a problem, you want to create a space for learning. So oftentimes I find that um, folks are very vulnerable if they're coming to you and saying, hey, I need help on something or something's not working or hey, uh, uh, can you help me eliminate a barrier? And right away, we just want to like dive in and save them and be that, you know, that hero, right? Um, but really what we want to do is create a space for them to learn. I'm doing this, creating a safe space for them to learn um, in a non-judgmental way, which is also why I have here um, asking more what questions and not why questions. So I'll go through that in a minute. So let's start with the first point. Ask more questions, but those questions should not be advice. So the first pitfall I see that I have done before, and I didn't even realize I was doing it until I read this book, I'm going to show you the book, is um, asking a question and it's really advice disguised as a question. So let me give you an example. An example would be someone offers you, it comes to you with a problem and you, and you say, well, have you thought about X? Have you thought about this? Or did you try this? And I think we're often well-intentioned, we're you know, thinking, oh, we've been in their shoes, we um, are the experts in some cases. Well, obviously, like, this tactic would probably work, so have you thought about doing this? And really, that's advice. Um, that isn't, that's uh, directing a statement at them and it basically says, I'm sure you haven't thought of this, so I'm giving you advice that you should try. Um, I found that when I 
would do that, sometimes it wouldn't always be well received by my team. I would say, well, have you thought about this? And it was really out of curiosity, I thought. And they perceived it as me being like, you know, are you guys, like seriously, you haven't tried this yet? And so I think that um, can come off in a, a really weird, not great way. So don't try to offer advice that's disguised as a question. And I'm gonna give you some tools for that. In the same vein, ask more what questions instead of why questions. So let me give you an example of a why question. A why question sounds like this. Well, why did you try that approach? Why didn't you do this? Why did you try it like that? And so, you know, even if I try to say it in a great tone, why comes off as judgmental. And so if we're trying to create a space of learning, we're trying to be open, we're trying to be have humble inquiry. And so um, why does it really always help the person answer your question? So they might not be able to answer why, but they can answer what questions. So let me show you the book that I uh, love. It's called The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever by Michael Bungay-Stanier. I'm sure I said that incorrectly. Here's the book. I will link it up in the show notes for you guys or in the description. Um, but there's some questions in here to help you coach your leaders. And some of them are similar to the ones I've written up here because I do use these tactics. And then some of this is from my own experience. So the idea of the what question comes from this book. So when you ask questions, so the person comes to you with a problem uh, or a barrier they have, you are going to avoid jumping in with the obvious answer. <laughs> you are going to ask them a question. It's going to be some sort of what question. And it is going to maybe, you know, if this is your first time doing this with your direct reports or you're trying it with new people or even if it's a really tough um, project they're working on, you're going to need to be okay with silence. So um, this is something I heard a long time ago. I don't even know if the statistic is correct, but um, one of my leaders, my mentors in a volunteer group, she said something like, you've got to be okay with seven seconds of silence because that gives people time to process and someone's going to get itchy and want and need to respond. And so you have to be okay with silence and giving the person time to think. And maybe one of these questions is going to make them think so much but they're gonna need some time and it's gonna help them reflect on what they're truly asking or what they're trying to improve. So here are some what questions as opposed to the why did you try that approach question. What is on your mind? If you listen to the one-on-one -on -one video that I mentioned before, what's on your mind is the first question that I ask during one-on-ones to help people just an open-ended question, hey, what's on your mind? Because I want them to share anything that's on their mind with me so that I can help them work through it. Um, if they're thinking about a project that they have a barrier about, a barrier with, what's on your mind is probably that thing that's gnawing at them. So that's going to be better than, well, why do you think it went poorly? Well, what's on your mind? Tell me more about what you're thinking about. The next question is, what were you hoping for? When you ask, what were you hoping for? You're essentially asking, um, what did you think was going to happen? What did you want to happen? What was the outcome that you were going for? You can ask any of those questions. And that's going to get the person to start thinking, well, I wanted this to happen, but this is what happened. And then you can start having a conversation about why those two things are different and what you could change about that the next time. 
what else can you do? I have, I have often had folks come to me and they'll say, I've tried this and this and this and this, and I'll say, well, what else can you do? Or, um, I don't think I have it up here, but something I've asked is, well, what, what can you do about it? What else can you do about it? What are you going to do about it? Um, I think sometimes people bring us uh, problems because they want to vent. And so when I ask that question, sometimes it's like, oh, it's behind me, it's fine. I don't need to deal with it anymore. It's, I just wanted to tell you. And then you're like, great, problem solved. But really when you ask them, well, what, what should you do about it? What are you going to do about it? It really forces them to think about alternatives. Even if they've tried so many different things, there's always a way. There's always a way. What is the real issue? Sometimes um, people like to come and bring all their baggage and tell you all the stories and the layers of the issue. And so it's this enormous story that you get and you're thinking, okay, 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 that, that doesn't seem relevant, that doesn't seem relevant, okay, and then you, you hear a nugget in there. Ah, oh, that's their problem. And so one good question to ask is, what is the real issue for you here? Or something along the lines of, um, what part of that didn't go as well as you had planned. Um, something that gets to the point of, okay, what's the root cause of whatever is paining you? And then help them discover that. And my favorite question, what would it look like? So oftentimes I'll hear, well, we've never done that before. And I'll respond and say, well, what would it look like if we did? What would that look like? And um, you know, sometimes what our current resources are compared to what they think they might need to accomplish that thing or to overcome that barrier is preventing them from thinking more visionary. And if you're a leader, oftentimes you're a big picture thinker like me, right? So I don't get stuck in the details as much. Um, that's probably one of my weaknesses. But what I do do is surround myself with folks who are detail-oriented, and it's my job to get them out of the weeds and say, well, what could it look like? if you did this. Oh, hmm. Well, and you could even say, without any constraints, what would be like the best, the most ideal thing that you could do? And get people get excited and jazzed and they start brainstorming. And then they'll think, oh, well, even if we don't have all of those resources, we have this. So it could look like this. And then they start coming up with their own ideas. So just to, um, you know, to summarize for you guys, when you know say what when you are helping coach use the what questions create space for learning to make sure it's non-judgmental space that you're not imposing your ideas they're bringing the ideas for you, to you and you're just guiding them to those ideas with your questions ask more questions don't ask uh, give advice in the form of a question and stop using why use more what questions and be okay with silence when you ask these questions because they're going to be more thought-provoking um, rather than emotional questions. Why questions seem to be emotional. People can't always pinpoint the why, but they can pinpoint the what. So ask, you know, what is on your mind? What's on your mind? What were you hoping for here? What were you hoping to achieve? What else can you do in this situation? What else? What else is on your mind? Tell me more. Uh, what is the real issue for you here? What is the root cause here for you? And what would it look like if? Lastly, the last tip I'm going to give you is reflect back on what people have told you, maybe about this story. Um, paraphrase it in your own words. And you can say something like, this is what I heard. I heard this. What is the real issue for you here? And that's going to kind of give the person's words back to them 
so that they can take it and reflect on it based on your interpretation. So to summarize um, what they've said to help them be more reflective on exactly what problem they're trying to solve. So I hope that helps you. If you'd like more videos from me or more content, be sure to subscribe to this channel. Make sure you turn on the bell so you get alerts and you never miss a video from me. And remember, there's free downloads and templates in the full blog post for this video in the description below. All right, I hope this helps. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for watching. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Glow Getters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a good rating and review. I would so much appreciate all the good feedback you have for me. If you like this content and you want to get some more of it, maybe even see me <laughs> and watch some videos, you can check out my YouTube channel. Just search Kayla Fahey Arndt and you should be able to find my channel, which I call the Leadership Collaborative, which has tons of great information on leadership and tells you a little bit more about my Leadership Collaborative community that is always enrolling at the end of each month. All right, everyone. Thanks so much again. I hope you stay well and safe. Be a light. Talk soon. Bye.